Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. I'm Zach. And I'm Travis. We are here to break down this week in DC TV, especially focusing on the CW shows where there was just three this week. Arrow is off, starting with Legends of Tomorrow episode Amazing Grace, where the team has to save rock and roll. What did you think of this one, Travis? I enjoyed this episode. I got to say, it was cool to see the death totem. I thought they handled Elvis Presley pretty well, young Elvis. And the B-plot with Zari and Wally, Zari showing Wally the ropes on the Wave Rider, and that I thought they had a pretty cool band, and it was good to see Wally's powers on display. So I just enjoyed this. And everybody can relate to Nate, because, he, well, not everybody, but everyone has that one friend in the group that really, truly loves music that much. So it was nice to see. I loved how Nate was trying to convince Amaya that rock and roll is awesome. Yeah, there's some good parts in this episode, but I'd say as a whole, it's definitely one of my less favorite episodes so far. I the ghosts were stupid; they looked bad. I <laughs> Elvis was okay, but I don't know. The whole story, the whole setup was just a touch on the goofy side. Like I want Legends to be goofy, but this I think they turned the notch or the knob, whatever, a little too far this time. Um, so hopefully they tone it back a little bit. And it was cool. Um, I did like seeing Wally and they're already like coming up with ways of like, oh, you can't just do everything with your speed. Although he really can. So far, he has been able to just do everything. But it's it's nice that they're addressing that because having a speedster on board makes missions a little too easy. Um, So like having him have to use not his powers is kind of cool to see. But yeah, as far as far as it goes, this was it was a mediocre episode, I think. Yeah, well, with Legends visiting a different basically visiting a different time period or location every episode for the most part some some of those are going to click and some aren't this one didn't really click with me uh but i thought it it was okay it wasn't horrible or anything um but all in all i just i wasn't too caught up in the elvis stuff but i did really like uh i continue to like wally and i i that interaction with zari like you mentioned travis that was really fun i just like seeing the daily life stuff on the wave rider we haven't gotten a ton of it over the three years we get bits and pieces here and there but that's something i would like to be so, see more of i'm but i'm like the person who likes weird stuff like that that what superheroes do when they're just hanging out and playing video games or what the kitchen looks like all that stuff for whatever reason i just really like that it makes it feel more lived in and believable um i almost like that stuff more than some of the superhero stuff so that was really cool to see yeah, it wasn't my favorite episode by any means, but there was a lot I did enjoy. I got to say, one thing that really bothered me, though, was at the, right at the beginning of the episode, if you're so scared of that guitar, why well, have it out front on display for everybody <laughs> to talk about it all the time? I was like, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, when he said that, I was like, why wouldn't you just have that in back like a normal person in the box, never open it again if it was cursed or throw it away? Like, like that didn't get me but one thing i really thought was hilarious was it it kills wally not to use his super speed he's like he can't stay still and he really shows that well i love it yeah he's he's definitely itching to use his powers to do something and it's it's cool to see him develop as a character to to figure out how to solve problems without just using his speed um but i hope i hope we still get to see him use it quite a bit um and maybe find different ways to hamper his powers as well but yeah, the I think where this episode fell down was like some of those, you know, just one-off characters that we're not going to see again, like 
that don't make any sense. Like the the pastor guy is totally unbelievable. Like <laughs> he's just all over the place emotionally and can't really stick to anything. Um, but yeah, so overall, it's an okay episode. It's it's definitely a Legends episode. I don't think you would see anything like this on any of the other shows. Uh, but it was okay. Yeah, there, there's always a few leaps in logics there. But yeah, I'm glad they at least addressed that. Uh, that they're going to try to make ways for Wally Speed not to just to save the day every time. I didn't really buy this one because it seems like the legends always jump into action first and then try to try to talk and figure things out when they they mess it up. Um, but I guess that's that's a good lesson for Wally to have. But I still feel like he probably could have solved it with his speed. Uh, one way or the other, but uh, you can't just do that every time in Legends. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. On to more speedsters. The Flash, Run, Iris, Run. This episode, they could have used Wally, um, but we get to see Iris as a speedster as her powers are transferred with berries. And Harry and Cisco work on this thinking cap, as it's called. Uh, what about what stood out to you here, Travis? Um, this episode was pretty cool for Harry's storyline. I loved to see how he was obsessing with DeVoe. That is perfectly in line with his character. And I didn't like... There was a lot of complaints before this episode about Iris being a speedster. But it was like it's just a one-off episode in a 23-episode season. And I thought it was actually pretty cool. Like I enjoyed that she failed at first. And then she came back and finally got the job done. And after the powers were transferred, they gave Barry a little ribbing that he never brought a tidal wave like that. So it was kind of funny. I just enjoyed that. And also Ralph being super scared makes sense in his character, but it kind of was a step back for me for how heroic he was last week. So uh, I I can see where he went, but I didn't enjoy that very much. Yeah. I think overall I have to agree with you. I, I liked Iris as a speedster and it was, this is a, a pretty solid flash episode and we got to see her do some, something sort of new, I guess. I think I remember Barry making some sort of wave with the water at some point, but I guess this is different. Um, but yeah, I, I think Ralph really took a step back. We've seen a lot of growth in his character recently, and we he basically took a step back from that in this episode, which was kind of things to see. Um, but I did I really liked the interaction between Harry and Cisco in this and working on the thinking cap and everything. That was pretty cool. Well, Barry stopped a tidal wave back in season one, right? Where that was the first time he time traveled, if I remember right, with the Weather Wizard. Um, but I don't know if he'd ever created one, but it seems yeah. like he's always on water. Uh, but yeah, this the Iris thing, I thought it was a fun, fun episode. It's basically a one-off Silver Age comic brought to life in the Flash world, which th- they do occasionally where Iris gets the powers and then it's all gone and, and back to normal by the end of the episode. I thought it was pretty fun and I didn't have a problem with it at all. The I'm curious to see how the, the melting pot will, how he's going to fit in in the future. And, you know, they were pretty close with him. I'm also I was kind of on Cisco's side like you don't really want Harry to have I don't know if you can trust Harry to not let that power get to him I mean we have no reason not to trust him but with that much power who knows how he would react it's how a lot of mad scientist stories start so I understand where Cisco's coming from there and also yeah Ralph was quite whiny all he got to do this episode was sort of talk about how worried he is and I thought that was a pretty big step back for him and you know i'm glad they addressed it at the end but yeah it did feel like a step back to me there was a couple notes i made too but first of all 
the tidal wave thing, the flash maze, technically he went back in time, back in time while making that. So I don't know if it, I don't know if technically would say it happened. None of the other people knew it. They were in a different timeline, but I loved how Cisco called the thinker aboard and was talking about assimilation. I, I thought that was hilarious. And they finally addressed Iris not being a reporter anymore. She talked about it. And from the way she was talking, it seems like she's going to get back to that going forward, which will be nice to see. Yeah, I, f- I forgot about that where she's like, and I quit my job. And I was like, oh, you quit. I just, at some point, you just, we stopped seeing you working. So I didn't know if you were still, you had one of those like superhero show jobs where you don't actually ever have to work or if she had actually quit. So I guess she did quit. Right. I don't even remember if they did address that officially that she did quit. I think it was just sort of assumed. I don't remember if they officially said that, but I'm glad she is doing something. I don't know if she's going to be, you know, going back to Central City Picture News that where she worked, but I'm I'm glad she's doing some writing. I think the reporting is an important part of her character, and it also gives her something to do outside of just the superheroics, and that's something I like. I like having all of the characters, even the superheroes, having something to do outside of just you know sitting in Star Labs twenty four seven and trying to solve what the thinkers doing and all that. The one thing I really did find out in the first 10 minutes, they pushed that Iris was the leader at least six times. Like, they didn't say that as much in the first, like, entire episodes leading up to this. But they really wanted to get the point across that she was the leader. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a good point. I guess it, it's because of what they wanted to emphasize in this episode. But, yeah, they, they needed to shove that down our throats i guess that yeah. <laughs> not that i have a problem with her being the leader necessarily but they wanted to remind her oh she's being the leader and she's not out in the field um and it's just a one-off sort of character progression for her and not something that we really we really didn't build up to that in this episode i don't think anyway no. yeah and that's where some of the ralph stepping back backwards in his character arc kind of happens because he's like criticizing her for that and that's the exact same issues that he just had to deal with and overcome so it's kind of i don't know it it made me like ralph less and i've been liking him a lot recently agreed yeah this is probably my least favorite ralph episode uh off the top of my head but hopefully he is he's moving forward now on to black lightning the book of revelations where we do get some revelations in this episode uh lots and lots of stuff going on jefferson's training anissa of course, Latavius is back, and we get a lot of other new information on Jennifer and Gamby. What do you think here, Travis? Oh, this episode was so good. <laughs> Every like, there wasn't a minute that wasn't good in this episode. I enjoyed the training sessions with the father daughter. Like, I made special note that in Arrow, Malcolm couldn't really train Thea like this. I guess he was because he was a sociopath, and <laughs> see Jefferson connect with his daughter and get so much joy out of seeing her progress it was really cool to see and gamby we finally got some of the secrets and i'm not i still think gamby's a good guy after learning his secrets so that's a good thing to know and we also might have got our big bad of the season in martin proctor leader of the asa for that reason yeah we got a lot uncovered with with Gambia, it seems like they keep pulling back more and more layers and more secrets are revealed every episode. But this this really feels like kind of the big one, you know, really giving out the the fact that he's basically the reason that Jefferson's dad died. And so I'm interested to see how their relationship changes now. Obviously, 
he's pretty hurt right now. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. The, the training with Anissa and kind of going on a mission together because black lightning kind of had to, to stand back in the, in the shadows for a bit because they think everybody thinks he's a murderer now. Um, so this is kind of different than the normal sort of trope where they would probably fight and not go on a mission and disagree on how to train. And then Anissa finds out when she gets hurt that her dad was right and she needs to train, but they don't really do that. They just train together and they they have a good family relationship. So that's, that's really cool to see. Yeah. I love the stuff with, with Jefferson and Anissa. That was just great. And we get to see a little bit of background on black lightning and a little bit of history there. And also just, just seeing them interact as father, daughter, that was fantastic. Um, and also we get, um, really interested in what's going on with Jennifer. I, I did not expect to see any hints of powers from her this soon. I thought maybe by the end of the season we'd get a hint, but uh, they're not they're not holding back on this show. They're moving things forward. 13 episode seasons, yes. <laughs> but I agree. I must say, I, the thing that is good about this show too, we 100% believe that Jennifer would immediately go to Anissa to talk to her better powers and not do the typical flash arrow thing of hide it and not talk about it and keep it a big secret for nine to 18 episodes. So <laughs> this is all new and really great to see. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do with Jennifer. Will they tell her that her father's black lightning? Will she start to train as well? Or will they try to keep her back a little bit? Cause she's a couple years older than uh, younger than Anessa. Yeah. And like you said that it's moving a lot faster than I thought. Um, but so I don't know if maybe they'll like take a different tact with her, like you said, because she's younger or what what's going to happen with her. But that's definitely something I want to see. And then the other thing from this episode, it's, I don't know what the heck is going on with Latavius, but there's so many like interesting story threads. A lot of times in these shows, there's some of the B and C plots I don't really end up caring about. But in Black Lightning, it seems like pretty much everything they've thrown out right now, I care about and I want to know more about. And so they're just doing a really good job with that right now. Right, we don't get a ton of stuff on the 100 in this episode, but other than Lala returning, and I don't know, I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> uh, kind of weird stuff, but I'm, I don't know how that's going to fit in. But I'm, I'm pretty excited to see. And also Gamby, yeah, I, I will agree with what you guys said about Gamby. It's cool to see him uh, reveal some things. I think I don't think he's fully revealed everything yet, but I'm glad uh, he's he's revealed some stuff and because I don't want to see him and Jefferson sort of fight, be distant the way they have been. I, I want to see them working together. And I, I don't think that's going to do that. I don't think the, the revelations are going to fix that in the short term, but hopefully eventually they can. I think they will. Jefferson seems like a pretty understanding individual after the first blow up. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but he has been holding, you know, he didn't know about this information. It's been held back from him for 30 years. Uh, and obviously with the flashbacks we've seen, we know the, the murder of Alvin is still big on Jeff's mind. So I don't know. Um, I don't think it'll be, he'll get over it, it overnight. I think it, it might stay with him a little while. Oh yeah. I don't think we see them. Maybe the season finale, if not that starting into the second season, I'd say. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all we have for this week. Travis, where can everybody get a hold of you? You can find me on Twitter at Travis underscore one five six. Just drop me a line and we can chat DC or pretty much anything. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.